and welcome to Princess in the Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Sawyers, and I'm ready to talk Disney movies past and present. Once upon a time, Hannah, Kevin, Katie, and Ryan sat down to talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. What's good, guys? Everything's good. Uh, Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm kind of disappointed because they delayed Loki, so that's not good. When did Wait, that what? happen? Because, like, originally Loki was supposed to come out, like, a couple weeks after this, and then they pushed it back. Oh, I thought you meant it was going to be past June 11th, and I was like, I can't. No, 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 no. Like, originally <laughs> it was, really like, can't. supposed to be, we had just a week or two break, kind of like bet- like it oh. was between WandaVision and this, but they yeah. it. Well, and Black Widow was supposed to come out in between, too. Rip. Yeah, so I think that just basically messed everything up. Yeah, rude. Well, today we're going to recap Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, obviously, this is going to be full of spoilers, so if you're not interested in those, you should probably leave. Full spoilers. Get out. Like, I'm concerned. If you don't know that this is a recap and you get angry. <laughs> <laughs> Someone, like, just now tunes into this podcast for the first time. Like, what the heck? (laughs) I'm never listening again. (laughs) It's fine. So I'm starting off. Well, it's fine because that's. always right, Hannah. But that's the whole point of the podcast is to recap Disney movies and TV shows and all the things. So, like. I did always put a spoiler warning in my movies as well. Especially, like, The Lion King. That was my favorite if you haven't seen The Lion King. (laughs) Which Lion King? Wait, what happened? Bofa. I mean, it's the same story. It, the Lion King will be uh, 27 years old this year, guys. Wow. It's older than I am. Because no, I was not. born 28 days before The Lion King. <laughs> Kevin is older than me, and he's trying to be funny, but... But he's not. Let's get started. <laughs> <laughs> this is chaotic. It's fine. <laughs> So I'm doing episode one. This episode is really just a reintroduction to Sam and Bucky. Sam is still working for the U.S. government, doing super awesome government stuff. We also learned that while Sam was blipped, his family did not. This shows some of the struggles that his sister was dealing with, with the family business. Sam is positive he can solve all of it with what he knows from before the blip. They go to a loan officer and are denied the loan to help them get the business back on their feet. Then Sam decides to go to D.C. and donate the shield to the Smithsonian. Rhodey's at the ceremony, and he kind of questions him on this. What's wrong? Kind of out of the water. Well, I did a Sam section and a Bucky section. I know, but Sam donated the shield before he went home. No, he didn't. Yes, he, went... he did. Did he? Yeah. Okay. It, oh, yeah, yeah. These are all things, it really doesn't matter the order. Fair enough. In this episode, we're just learning a lot of things that are happening. So, Rhodey's at the ceremony, and he kind of questions him on the decision to an extent, but we really don't know what that's all about. They walk through the Captain America exhibit at the Smithsonian. Um, We cut to Bucky. Bucky is clearly having nightmares. He's befriended an old man who he eats with each week. We learn that Bucky is in therapy and is working through his list to make amends. He keeps a book, much like Cap did, to keep track of things. And that's where he has his list of people that he needs to make amends with. 
Bucky has a set of rules that he must follow as he makes amends. We also learn that this therapy is not just for funsies. <laughs> it's because he has to do it as part of his pardon. He also like randomly goes on a date with a waitress from the restaurant that he frequents with this old man friend. Throughout this episode, Bucky and Sam do not speak to each other the whole episode. And as the episode is coming to a close, Sarah comes into Sam, Sarah being Sam's sister, and says, you've got to see this. And it's this senator introducing us to the new Captain America who is wielding Steve Rogers' shield. Insert Katie screaming. Literally, my roommate, I frightened her. Like, at that moment, I think she's like, why am I living with this person? It's not okay. It's fair. Fair. I mean, it's a good setup, though. Like, starts you right on track, like, not liking this guy. Hating. Like, uh, uh, mm -hmm. more than than Thanos? I don't know. How can can you not like Carl from Up? How can you not like him? I don't (laughs) understand. My god. I, I like that even the actor who plays him um, has, like, he states that he's seen that meme and he, like, fully agrees with it. He's like, yeah, I, I don't know where it came from, but it, it absolutely is true. It looks like me. It looks like him. <laughs> Accurate. Yeah. So you want to go into episode two, Ryan? I don't know. Not really. <laughs> well, we do have to go in order of episodes, Ryan. We can maybe mix up what's in the episode. All right, we're going to do episode six. <laughs> oh, right now. It's one of those things where you just watch the first episode and the last episode. <laughs> this isn't a book report, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hannah hates us. Okay, so oh, episode two opens with John Walker in his high school football locker room, reminiscing about his time there while also trying to get up the nerve to be Captain America. His wife comes in to reassure him of who he is. Then his best friend, Lamar Hoskins, tags in to get him into work mode. We, he then takes the field in the marching band sequence we see from the trailers to begin his interview on Good Morning America, where we learn of his service record and what he thinks it will take to make him a good Captain America. Eye rolls for everybody. Next, we see Sam in a hangar staring at a Cap is Back poster, probably regretting his decision to donate the shield. In comes Torres to explain a little about little bit about what he has found on the Flag Smashers as they're heading out to the transport plane. Bucky is waiting for Sam and immediately begins harassing him about the shield. Sam explains what's going on and Bucky decides he's coming with. On the plane, they're still standoffish um, while Bucky asks for the plan. Sam stonewalls him. Sam then tries to use his nickname Buck and Bucky isn't having it. One final time, Bucky asks for the plan, and Sam just jumps from the plane, leaving Bucky to stew. He then asks Torres for the parachute. Torres informs him that they're flying too low for a chute. Bucky then decides to rip off his left sleeve and jump off into the trees, hitting all the branches on the way down. Sam, of course, teases him that he's got it all on video. Thus starts Bucky's hatred of Red Wing. At the facility, they find that the Flag Smashers have already loaded the loot on the trucks, and after they've got... Over their still unresolved power squabble, they decide to intervene. Bucky is able to climb on board one of the trucks and get inside the trailer and finds Carly, who we find is the leader of the group and has super strength. 
After a fight breaks out on the roof of the trucks, Walker and Hoskins arrive to help, quote unquote, but take an L as well. Walker pleads his case to Sam and Bucky, but only succeeds in offending both of them in the process. Bucky decides to let Sam in on a secret of Isaiah Bradley, a forgotten super soldier from the 60s who has a who had a run in with the Winter Soldier and ripped off the metal arm in his words. Outside his house, Sam and Bucky are arguing when Sam gets harassed by two by a few cops until they are recognized and they take Bucky in for violating his pardon terms. We then get to the to see the we then get to see the therapy scene with a staring contest where Bucky puts where Bucky finally puts into words exactly why he is so upset about Sam giving up the shield. Outside Walker tries again to persuade them to work together, and when that doesn't work, he threatens them. The two decide to go visit Zemo in prison, and that's where the episode ends. That's a good episode. It really was. That scene when Bucky breaks down about like when Sam gave the shield up and he was like, if, if he was wrong about you, then he was wrong about me. Right? <laughs> Guys. That's so sad. So episode three is titled The Power Broker. The episode begins with Bucky breaking Zemo out of prison. And, you know, that seems like a great no, no, idea. No, no. Bucky didn't break him out. No, no, no. He didn't break him out. Oh, oh okay. No, he well, did, he I thought he, like, he mysteriously escaped. He did. <laughs> I thought he, like, helped him. He didn't? He just started a riot. Is Kevin, all he did. Kevin, this is called sorry. Oh, yeah. Ryan's okay, just I was like, what? I feel like I remember. <laughs> no, but that's how it happens. He just he just starts a riot, and Zemo is able to capitalize on it. That's all. So, Fair. obviously, they've utilized Zemo as a... What's the word? Expert on Hydra and Super Soldier Serum... And they're trying to track down the source of the super soldier serum that the Fox Smashers have. They go to meet the super people. sketchy island. <laughs> Magical. Like Magic. sketchy. Magic Magic Sorry, Magic yeah. Magical's a real place. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Disney World. I was gonna say <laughs> Disney World on the upside down. But we do get ballin' costumes, Hannah. Yeah. They all look like pimps. Yeah. <laughs> what was what was the guy that Sam was impersonating? Something Tiger. Oh my gosh! Uh, oh right. no, he's bad at it. <laughs> I love it because uh, well, when they're in that club, and first off, Zemo is dancing, and uh, Zemo. and then freaking what is it? Some Tiger. Let me see. Smiling Tiger. That's what it is. I have uh, pull up. He's a smiling Tiger. And then Sarah calls and kind of blows their cover Gosh. because they're trying to find a power broker. And when she calls, he's trying to play it off like he's talking to someone important and be the smiling tiger guy. And yeah, it doesn't work out because she's like, what are you talking about? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and they, the people that they're around get suspicious and uh, someone gets shot. The, pew, pew. Uh, Sylvie yes. gets shot. The person that we, I thought was the power broker but mm. I guess is not yeah so then Zemo, Sam and Bucky kind of take off and you see everyone getting messages to their phone putting out basically a a hit on them yeah, yeah. and the dollar amounts ascribed to their death we also see an opportunity here for 
Zemo to escape, but we see that he doesn't. Mm. He, he chooses to stay with them. He chooses not to abandon them because you know he's got alternative, ulterior motives, but he also kind of has a little bit of loyalty to him. Yeah, also, I we mean, get Sharon also, Carter. Yeah, yes. she pops up and she's just like, oh yeah, I'm, I still exist in the MCU in case you're wondering. <laughs> and she's like running the show over there. Yeah, and sketchy Disney world. I don't, I don't know, man. I feel like I didn't really like her in this episode at all. No. When I think it's Sam, I don't know if it's Sam or Bucky who's like, she's kind of awful now, right? And I agreed. I was like, oh, she kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so then they, you know, Sharon shows up, and then they are like in a random storage container yard well they, they find where the scientist who has re-engineered the right. serum they find where he's right. hiding at in a storage container yard yes where he's like which is this very complex. unsuspicious at, at all yes that these group of storage containers have never been moved since they got placed in the way they were yes i mean that's where i would put a secret lab in a moved storage <laughs> storage whatever those called container so then they kind of talk to the scientist about his super serum and how it's disip- it was gone when he-, he came back from the blip and we don't really get a lot of answers but the people coming to find bucky and sam and zemo show up and so agent carter kind of like thins them off and then they get in a car, and this is a very important scene. You skipped over one part. We'll I get, skipped, well, we skipped over. over. Go ahead. Zemo. Zemo. Yes. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Zemo ices the doctor because he doesn't. He disagrees with super serum, just in general, completely, and so yes. he kills that guy because he doesn't want super serum to be a thing. Yes. And then as they're leaving, they get in a car, and this scene is super important because. We get a call back to the last time we had Agent Carter with Captain America, and they're in the car, and I'm going to say it wrong. Bucky says to... Originally, in in Civil War, Bucky sitting behind Sam in a little VW Beetle asked him to move his seat up, and Bucky just says no. (laughs) So then Sam gets in this car behind Bucky this time and says, can you just move your seat up? And Bucky just says, oh, no, he says, what did he say? He said, oh, you're, you're not, not going to move your seat, your seat up. up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. So that's kind of like the whole. Wait. Hold on. This is the episode where um, Wakandans show up. Nope, that's the next one. Oh, it's not, is it? So uh, at the it's very... at the end, the very end. At the very end, it's yeah. At the very end of it. Yeah, 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 because he yeah, picks up the little like a uh, little I don't know, tracking, like ball, tracking yeah, balls or whatever. I don't know what they're yeah. probably now, made out of. Like, we we also get a, get a little bit of a clue as to some things that that kind of come full circle at the end, where Sharon tells whoever she's whoever's her driver is like, "Hey, we've got a problem," which. At the time, seems kind of innocent enough, but but later on, you'll find it was not so innocent of a thing. We so, also kind yeah. of learn a little bit more about what Agent Carter's been doing, and she's in illegal art 
sales. So she says. Person. Yeah, she's a bad guy now. Yeah. A criminal. <laughs> Call the cops on her. I already did. <laughs> and Sam, Sam talks about how he thinks he can get her a pardon, and she's like, "Well, maybe." Yeah. But like, doesn't seem very, very confident that that could happen. But Katie, you're doing episode four. Yeah. Okay. So episode four pretty much picks up exactly where episode three ended. So we see Bucky talking to Ao. Io don't really remember how to pronounce it. She's a member of what I like to call them the Queens of Wakanda. They take care of business. <laughs> there's a there's a different name that I don't know how to pronounce. So I don't want to disrespect the Wakandans. And so they're just after Zemo because as hopefully everyone remembers, he was responsible for killing King T'Chaka. So after some persuading, uh, she actually gives Bucky a timeline of eight hours before they come in hot for Zemo. So we, Bucky's working on a timeline here because he uh, still believes that he needs Zemo in order to get what he wants. And so um, he wants to keep him for a little bit longer. And Zemo this whole time is mysteriously full of tricks and ideas on how to find like Carly and the Flag Smashers and just, I don't know. I just feel like he's kind of sketchy. So Bucky, Sam, and Zemo, they travel to a known spot of the Flag Smashers, which we had seen in a previous episode, hoping to find the whereabouts of the funeral for Carly's adoptive mother because they know that she'll be there. Uh, so Sam and Bucky use their normal tactics on finding answers. And Zemo decides to offer candy to children, which is fitting for Zemo. But it works. Um, they get the answer that they want. At first, we kind of think that he's going to hide the information and not tell them. But then he ends up telling them. Um, but so they devise a plan to uh, have Sam go in and talk to Carly alone, uh, which from our standpoint, seems logical because Carly is hiding a lot of um, anger and resentment and she just has a lot on her heart. And so having Sam going in there to talk to her seems logical, but uh, Mr. Hotshot John Walker does not think so. Um, So we see Sam and Carly finally get alone and they begin to talk and it seems like there's going to be a breakthrough uh, because Sam knows how to relate to her and there's like almost light at the end of the tunnel. But then Mr. John Walker decides that he doesn't want to wait anymore and he becomes impatient. So uh, he barges in much uninvited and this obviously creates um, a fight. But also it breaks Carly's trust with Sam because Carly thinks that Sam, like this was a part of the plan all along. And so we cue over to Zemo who has gotten his hands on the super soldier serum. Again, we're like, what's he going to do with it? Like we'd never know what side he's on. But then he actually decides to smash them. Um, But not before John Walker intervenes um, and actually takes, secretly takes the last vial of the serum. So they recoup uh, after this whole fight scene. Everybody goes their several ways in this slightly bougie apartment. I'll say it. um, Trying to figure out what to do next. Uh, But time is up. And here come the Queens of Wakanda for Zemo. And this is the best part of the episode. So John Walker's like, we're not giving them to you. I'm Captain America. (laughs) And they're so uninterested. They're like, we're taking him and that's it. So when he refuses to hand them over, (laughs) oh man, they just hand him a butt whooping. John Walker straight up gets humiliated. It's great. And so, but in the midst of all this fight, Zemo's like, I'm just going to skirt, skirt out the side because no one's paying attention to me anymore. So he escapes. And again, we're left wondering, 
what side is he on? What is he doing? What's happening? So flash over to Carly, who is still like feeling betrayed from earlier and angry. And so she's decided to use Sam's family as a bargaining chip. And so she calls Sam and threatens Sarah, um, which all but forces Sam to meet up with her once more. And so Carly tries to convince Sam to join her in the cause. I feel like that was pointless, but whatever. You know, she gave it her shot. But then again, in typical impatient, irrational John Walker style, Cap- I don't even want to say it. Um, they engage the other members of the Flag Smashers. So we, the viewers, quickly realize that Walker, John Walker, has taken the serum. But I think it obviously takes them a little longer to f- figure it out. And as we know, the serum enhances you physically, but it also enhances what's inside of you. And so for John Walker, that's pain and anger and pride. And so this just wasn't going to work out on any account. So in the battle, Carly accidentally kills Hoskins emphasizing the accidentally um and this just triggers john walker and he goes literally hulk smash mode i didn't even know what else to say because like he loses his mind so knocking everybody out of his path he nails one of the flag smashers to the ground in the public square at a fountain and to my surprise just like brutally like smashes him to death um and so everybody around is filming and like watching in horror um at what's happening and so you're just like who's captain america is this because it's not ours and the episode just kind of ends like very bloody very very intense so yeah hashtag not my cap amen amen (laughs) (laughs) so do we want to talk about that one or just move on to mine I don't. I don't feel like there's a lot to talk about. I think Katie recapped it beautifully. I, mean, I, mean, there's a lot I thought it was freaking awesome. I was like, oh my god, what the heck? Just like I did not expect. Oh, and the best thing about it is like he does the, whenever he brings down the shield on that guy. Mm-hmm. It's like a callback to in Civil War when Cap was about to bring it down on Tony, and Tony was like scared, and he just he just Ugh. hits him in the chest to deactivate his suit. Instead you know, illustrating the difference between Captain America mm-hmm. and this wannabe. wannabe poser. Yeah. <laughs> and he like, like he, I wish I know it's a Disney show, so they're not going to show like the body after, but I don't know if he likes caved his chest in or like decapitated him. We'll never know. <laughs> That'd been tight though to see. <laughs> but everyone's filming it. A lot of blood. Lots of blood. So, I feel like there was um, a good amount of blood, though, for, like, a yeah. Disney oh, yeah. episode. No, I was for like, Disney, oh, I was like, dang, dude. I didn't think they were going to show it like that. My episode starts kind of right where that one ends. Walker just starts running away after killing, smashing, decapitating that dude. Uh, Walker has, I guess, a little bit of PTSD, which, you know, everything is enhanced by the super serum, so he starts having, like, a... PSD, PTSD crisis and starts having flashbacks when he once he gets to a warehouse. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier catch up to him and Walker at, for a second you think he's like maybe going to consider giving up the shield but of course he doesn't and he's like no you guys are wrong and like so they freaking have a really epic fight scene like I think this is one of the best fight scenes in a Marvel movie in a very long time Yeah. Um. so yeah. After some fighting in which Walker is able to almost kill uh, Falcon a couple times, rips off his wings, almost decapitates him. Um, we've Winter Soldier and Falcon finally manage to defeat him. Afterward, Falcon takes the shield and like wipes off the blood that's still on there, and goes and debriefs with Lopez 
who's the guy he was talking to earlier, and leaves his wings but takes the shield afterward. We you mean flash Torres? to Oh, is it Torres? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Lopez. Joaquin oh. Torres. <laughs> is that his actual <laughs> name? I read a recap of this and it said Lopez. That's the character's name. So anyway. That's a, that's oh. the character's name. Gotcha. Well, let's call that Torres. <laughs> so Falcon gets his wings ripped off and leaves his r- wings with Torres. Um, Walker ends up going on trial. At the trial, he's stripped of his rank, pension, and dishonorably discharged. Walker basically says, this is what you made me do. Like, I am who you created. After the trial, uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus shows up, who's the person who is from Seinfeld. And apparently it's kind of revealed that she's Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, which I've done some reading on this because, like, no one knew who this chick was. And apparently they think that she's actually supposed to be revealed in Black Widow and should have been revealed in Black Widow, so her appearance might have been more of a big, like, oh, my God, this lady's involved in this. But, I mean, obviously we don't know because Black Widow hasn't come out yet. But it was supposed to come out before this, so... so John Walker eventually does become the secret agent and or U.S. agent or something like that. And so they think this is basically she's going to be the connection to be, have him become that. Bucky finds Zemo, who had escaped during the fight with the Wakandans by, like, slipping into the bathroom. <laughs> and he finds him at the Sokovia Memorial. He pretends he's going to kill him, but then pulls the trigger and jokes on him. Gun's not loaded. He shows him all the bullets. It's just very... Uh, gimmicky he's just like you only thought Dramatic. i was gonna kill you yeah for almost no reason and the wakandans come out and take him um before the encounter with the wakandans end bucky asks io for one last favor and then we cut to sam visiting isaiah bradley who starts explaining the long history of abuses he suffered at the hands of the u.s government basically i went in and basically did the same thing as captain america but because I'm a black man, they treat me completely different. They didn't create me as a hero. They painted me as like a war criminal. And he states that at one point, um, or he states at one point that they will never let a black man be Captain America. Marvel really hits the race issue right on the head and says that basically no one will ever accept him being black as Captain America. And that Isaiah Bradley also says no self-respecting black man would ever want to be Captain America. So that obviously messes with Sam. Sam goes back and kind of quits the hero gig for a little while to help Sarah, his sister, fix the boat. Bucky shows up as well and helps, bringing a surprise in a box from the Wakandans for Sam. You really think that Bucky and Sarah are going to flirt, which they really kind of don't because uh, Sam tells him not to and he actually listens. Um... We find out that there's a council meeting. <laughs> they do just on. enough to get Sam. To get Sam to be like, don't do it. Yeah. I am here for that, though. <laughs> yes. I thought yeah, it was going to happen. They do just I, enough to get Sam going. I thought it was going to be a thing. But um, so there, we find out there's a council meeting taking place in New York to vote on the Patch Act. The Patch Act is the thing that's going to reestablish all these borders and take all the people who are refugees and put them 
back to their country of origin and all this stuff that would obviously mess up a whole bunch of stuff. That vote is going to take place, and we all realize that that's probably where the final fight's going to happen. Carly and her crew are getting ready to go there. The last scene of the episode is Sam opening the box from the Wakandans, and that's where it cuts because, of course, they have to leave you with a cliffhanger. There is a post credit scene in this episode where um, Walker is making a shield of his own, like kind of like a sketch rings of metal, and he's welding his metals into it. And that's kind of where it cuts out. He's psychotic. Yeah, he's like losing it. But he's like, I'm gearing up for this fight too, because I am I am Captain, Captain America. Which he can actually get in trouble for calling himself a captain now. <gasps> he can call himself Daddy America, whatever. <laughs> call himself Captain. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things that happen in this episode. I feel like we make a lot of uh, pushes towards understanding what's going on and I feel like a lot of our questions are kind of answered as far as kind of what what's happening um oh yeah and I I didn't mention like Bucky and Sam have this heart to heart because Bucky is teaching Sam how to use the shield we get a montage of Sam training with the shield and he's actually like learning how to do like the oh, ricochet yes. bouncing of the shield and everything so it's pretty tight and he does these little uh, flips you know, yeah, it's like a training oh, montage from like every every <laughs> 80s movie. Yeah, he like flips and catches it. It's pretty tight. Um, and then Bucky and him resolve. Like, And when he runs, sorry, he leaves space on his left. Which, if that didn't make you cry, like, there's Fine. something wrong with you. You have no heart. Yeah. I like how, I do think it's kind of crazy how Sam is not a superhuman, but is doing all this crazy stuff to become like this basically superhuman it's like i mean this seems a little bit too extreme for a regular person like just like sprinting and doing a flip while catching the shield it's like a little bit maybe he was a gymnast in a in his younger days i mean he's like an athletic person for sure but he's (laughs) he doesn't have super soldier serum so some of the stuff i was like i don't know if a regular person could do that but whatever this is a Marvel. I wish they had. I wish they had like slipped him some super soldier serum. Like, whoops. Just put it in his drink. <laughs> At the club. So we get to episode six, and everything comes to a head. Um, the lights at the GRC where the vote is happening have turned red to signal to us, the viewers, that something bad is happening. I thought that was really funny. That's what that meant? Sam starts his new journey as Captain America, and him and Bucky work on fighting the Flag Smashers and saving the chaos in NYC. By the end, Sam goes on a monologue about how the Flag Smashers are actually right and that their point of view should be considered. That's a very basic recap of this. Yeah, I was like, dang, that was the most basic. Very basic. Wow. (laughs) So it's gonna break that down. And the good guys win. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We do have a couple really cool scenes in this where Mm -hmm. um like at one point, so Walker shows up to the fight, and Walker fights with basically everyone at some point. 
But at one point, there's a van of people about to fall, and he goes and saves the people in the van instead of going after Carly, which is pretty cool. It's a little bit of character development, so he's not just yeah. an evil guy. Uh, Captain there's America's even like a suit symbolic scene is where he throws the shield away to do so. Oh, yeah. That's not important, Katie. That's not important, Katie. Oh, I'm yeah, when he shows up, and he's back. just like, oh, yeah, and we find out that what was in the box was his suit, not just wings. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. The, I love the suit, but the only thing that bothers me is there's like a band that goes right over his ears. And I the wish ear just thing's weird. Yeah. Different. I'm like, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, a, why not give him a helmet? Why not give him a helmet? Yeah. Like, like instead of this, like half bottom half of the face. Yeah. You should protect the Goggle skull. Situation. The... Yeah, exactly. Uh, we also find out kind of by accident, but we all, I mean, I would hope that everyone kind of had thought that uh, Agent Carter or Sharon is the power broker. So I do think it's hilarious how at the, whenever she basically reveals, oh, I actually am the power broker. She does so. She calls someone right outside this government building. There's still people around. She's like, yeah, we're about to have access to all these government secrets that we haven't. It's going to be sweet. Who wants to buy? And like anyone around there should be like, this person's about to sell government secrets. Like they don't even Hello. have to know. What they're <laughs> back. But if you walk outside of a federal building and you're like, Hey, I have some secrets from the federal government to sell you. <laughs> someone was probably going to listen and be like, that person shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I also, I also love the like Bucky Sam. I, like I love that. I mean, it's hard, but when Bucky like tells his little Asian friend that he's the one that killed his son. Like that's a good moment. I mean, it's hard, but it's good. But then also mm -hmm. when Sam dedicates the memorial and then when like Sam and Bucky have these bro moments, like at the boat mm -hmm. on the dock and it's just like full circle. Yeah. So you said something about dedicating the memorial. Are you talking about the Isaiah Bradley one? Yeah. 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 yeah so Sam takes Isaiah Bradley to mm. a memorial that he made that's in the Captain America Museum. And it's like a statue of Isaiah Bradley and showing like his heroics and everything. And so, and now it's a permanent part of the exhibit. And so it's not, basically they didn't just like erase his history of being a hero and Isaiah Bradley gets all like, and like hug Sam. So implying that he kind of approves of him being Captain America now. At least to me, but yeah. Also, going back to the Sam Sarah, well, not Sam sorry, but the Bucky Sarah flirting situation. Well, did, you catch, Sarah. <laughs> did you catch where Bucky's like holding the, the two kids up with his arm? Who he's talking to in that scene? He's talking to Sarah like right next to him. Like he's doing, he's doing that he's, to impress he's her. He's holding up both of our kids. He's like, hey, yeah. I can hold up both your kids. What do you? Um, yeah. <laughs> is this the episode? This is the episode where, or maybe it was the last one where uh, Bucky wakes up and the kids are playing with the shield and he's like, Hey, where's your mom? And they're like, <laughs> and it's funny. He asks, like, where, he asks where is, where their mom is to get them to stop. But it also seems like he's just like, where's your mom at? <laughs> where's the last little thing that I want to say about that episode is it really does wrap the series up kind of nicely it's it's not like WandaVision where we're left going, what's next? What's happening? We also get a 
at the end of the episode, it flashes Captain America in the Winter Soldier instead of uh-huh. Falcon in the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And that started a bunch of rumors that there was going to be a, a new Captain America movie featuring Sam. Oh, um, yeah. But nothing's been announced. I just I just like that that throughout this whole thing and the press tour and all that kind of stuff, all the executives were like, no, we, we really don't have anything set in stone or planned for Falcon and the Winter Soldier moving forward for a second season or anything like that. <laughs> and then at the end, they changed the name to Captain America and the Winter Soldier. And like, wait, wait, so so was it just the name that you didn't have plans for? Or was it, or or, or is, is this a sign? What what are you doing here, guys? What What is this, guys? Well, it said, the showrunner said that he was working on a script for the next movie. So it's like unofficial, but we all know it's in the works. Which I think will be awesome. I'm yeah. here for it. I'm excited. Yeah. Bucky better be in it a lot. <laughs> he's already said that like whatever Marvel wants him to do, he's down for. Like he's cool with whatever. All so, right, Bucky. I, mean, I think that's how most of the actors are. Like, yeah, you're going to give me a few million dollars? Exactly. Yeah. Have you guys seen the interviews with uh, with Anthony Mackie and um, Stan? Sebastian Stan. Sebastian mm. Stan. Yes. They're, they both have like, they just both like to really mess with the press all the time. Oh, They're yeah. just both jerks. And they <laughs> really hate interview. Tom Holland. Yeah, they like, they like basically just talk smack. And every time a reporter asks them a question, they're just like mean to them. Like, guys, that's so mean. <laughs> the other thing, there was one more thing I was going to talk about. Oh, so like final thoughts about the series. The the one thing that we didn't really mention is the theory that uh, Steve Rogers is on the moon. That's a recurring like phrase. That's like it's kind of like that's a, yeah, that's like a conspiracy theory, right? With, yeah, it's like uh, JFK. Yeah, people, you know, yeah, they're like he didn't really die; he went to the moon. So I really thought they were gonna have like an actual like admission that Steve Rogers is now dead, like have a funeral for him or something, mm-hmm. but they didn't do that. They See, and until they have a funeral, person. and until you have a funeral in a comic book, they're not really dead. And even then they can still come back to life. <laughs> I would have loved it if like something had gone down and you, we just cut to him, like trying to get up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then by, like, by the time he gets like his pants on, like the fight's over and he's like, Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> He's like 160 or something. <laughs> Kevin. What? So if y'all had to um, pick between this and WandaVision. Mm. Which I think is your WandaVision favorite so far? Like, I think WandaVision was definitely more of like a, I don't know what's going to happen thing. This was just like straight up action. Like WandaVision, you were just confused the whole time. This one, like, <laughs> you kind of knew what was going on. WandaVision is like, what is happening right now? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, we all knew that Walker was the bad guy. We all knew that the good guys were going to win. We all knew that it was basically Falcon's, well, the new Captain America's coming of age story, basically, to where he would actually become Captain, no longer be Falcon. Mm. I do think it's really interesting how throughout this show, kind of like with WandaVision, we really didn't know who the big bad was. Like, And honestly, at the end of it, there really isn't a big bad, no. unless you count Sharon in the whole thing. I mean, really, like the Flag Smashers were fighting, were, were going about it the wrong way, but they were fighting for the right side. 
And Walker was just doing what he was told, although going about it the wrong way. And in the end, he redeems himself a little bit. Yeah, and, it's just like you know, a circumstance thing. No one, yeah. no one is evil in this story, really. Yeah, and even Zemo, the the bad guy from one movie, is like actually doing helpful. something helpful in this yeah. one. And he like didn't he didn't even fight the decision to go to the raft. Yeah, he was like, okay, take yeah, me. yeah. And he took care of business from the raft. It was fine. Oh yeah, he blew up the the last of the flag smashers. Yeah. It's like, well, no more super soldiers here. <laughs> it's like, well, except for <laughs> Walker and Isaiah Bradley, although, you know, probably not worried about him anymore. Yeah. So how long until we get a younger Avengers with Bradley's grandson? Who's Bradley's grandson? In the I can't remember his name in the comics, but he becomes he he through the bloodline he has super soldier super strength and stuff like that. Oh. So yeah. that can be passed through the bloodline? Mm-hmm. According to the the comics, and that's kind of what they hinted at. And then you know, Torres is is a future Falcon as well. (laughs) Then John Walker's going to go popping out a bunch of babies if he learns that. Man, they're going to start talking about epigenetics and stuff. It's going to be a wild ride, you guys. And then we'll have to bring in Professor X. Yeah. Kevin is a doctor, so we can use him. An eye doctor. Yeah. Better than a dentist. <laughs> I'm not going to get into an echelon of <laughs> medical professionals. Yeah, that'd be weird. <laughs> Just cut this whole part out. <laughs> Kevin has dentist friends. He doesn't want to make anybody mad. I do. Well, yeah. dentists also, like, dentists take, like, the undergrad biology courses mostly, too, so. Kevin Same wanted to be a dentist. For a minute. Like, Two seconds. It was Kevin, like two months. Was, was there a minute where you weren't wanting to be something else? Like, <laughs> like honestly. What do you mean? I do recall that you were like very un- undecided on a lot of things up until like your like last two years. Yeah, dude. I was just like, I want to do something. That'd be cool. Then, <laughs> like my literally, I didn't decide to go to optometry school until like two months before I graduated. I was like, that's probably what I'm gonna do. That sounds that sounds neato burrito. <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, that's a great segue into closing out the episode. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? I have I have no final thoughts other than I like the show. It was good. Mm. Yeah, it was a good way to it was a good way to, like, get me on board with Falcon being the, yeah. the new Captain America. Because I was I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of like, I wish it was Bucky just because he has super soldier serum. But, you know, this made me like, okay, yeah. I like it. I'm down. Katie, any final thoughts? Well, he's not the real cap, but he'll do. He'll do. <laughs> I mean, anything better, anything other than John Walker is like. I did have to get my Captain America stress toy out and like use it during the show. Ryan, any final thoughts for you? I just like where it left the, the Captain America universe in terms of who's where and kind of the closure we get on some things and stuff like that. I'm just excited to see where they take the characters into the movies. And then I've seen some things where they talk about, you know, using these series to expand a character and grow a character because they've just got so many characters in movies. Now they can't really give each other, give them the, the growth they need. So I'm excited to see where they take this in the future. I, I kind of want to know, cause obviously this, 
Marvel Cinematic Universe is becoming like a bunch of shows and everything. Eventually, it's going to become too much for us to like just completely watch everything unless you like are obsessive about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like at some point, it's going to be like there's sixteen different shows. Like when are they going to cap it? <laughs> is it going to be like are they going to are, well, are they going to go with they... like at some point they're going to do like the multiverse thing, right? So is it like you just have to keep up with one multiverse to be like? like the main multiverse and they have like spin-offs that's your multiverse. That you for funsies. We'll each yeah, be assigned one. Oh my god. You recap the events of this multiverse. Okay, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up. Do it now so she can't deserve you. I'm so glad you joined us for this week's Princess in the Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Princess in the Podcast and on Twitter at Princess Sam Pod. Visit our website, princessinthepodcast.com. I hope you live happily ever after.